millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to the Dream Team podcast with James Buckley. I'm James Buckley. That was very serious. With, with, well, my, that's my co-host you can hear. It's Jalal Hartley, brackets, James Buckley. Yes. Um, I got some beef, Jalal. Podcast beef, mate. With who? I'm throwing down. I'm throwing down. I don't know if you've heard of this podcast called The Magic Sponge. The Magic Sponge? Yeah, we had one of their presenters on as a guest a couple of weeks ago. Uh... Who, who and they that? brought they they brought it up and uh, had some had some remarks about uh, us personally, which I didn't take kindly to. You What's are on mean? Dream Team FC. Well, that sounds like a pile of wank. With James Buckley from the Inbetweeners. Yeah. Oh, what are you, you doing? Basically, James Buckley is in like. And that's his full name by Depot. And I was in Jane Buckley it? from the Inbetweeners, I think. Oh, what? Like, oh, it's his surname to Buckley from the Inbetweeners. Yeah, yeah, just so that. But he's just in LA, so he's like Skyping in on a screen. Oh, you're not even in the room. No, no, he doesn't, he doesn't really seem that bothered about what's happening. He's just like, oh, yeah, so we've got Ian's. Well, he described up, Jimmy. Really? Yeah, mate, we've got some podcast beef Go on happening. In. Did he? he described Jimmy's accent as Cockney John Major or Kermit the Frog. I don't remember that because if he had said that to me, well, did you say mate, that? I'd have, I'd have banged him no, out. I'll you know get, I mean? I'll get where he's you? coming from there. I'll get where oh, he's no, coming from. Oh, no, I didn't from. say that. He said that. That's the funniest he's got. Company That's John what he's Major. Like, doing very average. John Major sounds like. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's doing average. He's in LA, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing all right. He'll be in a yeah. film soon, will he? He was there and he heard me to say it. And I think we've, we've actually got proof of his reaction of me saying that comment about Jimmy Bullard. Can we listen to that? He's got that type of voice that crops up in Essex and East London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very similar to um, Ray Parler and Mark Wright. Oh, yeah, just, he's good they, friends they with Parler. They talk, talk a bit like that. They talk a bit... Oh, all right. <laughs> it's like a mixture... Of, it's like a Cockney John Major. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. He sounds like a Cockney Kermit <laughs> the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Didn't sound like he was going to bang me out, did it? No, it didn't. Didn't at all. And uh, I feel confident about... Uh, Carrying on this uh, this podcast beef, as they mentioned that that was their last uh, podcast in the series, so they won't actually be on air for a while. So I'm feeling pretty confident, Jalal. I'm about to take them to school. All right, I've got a load of things to uh, to <laughs> to pick at. All right, Beckett, I know you're listening. Robert Beckett taking the piss out of me for only being known for being in the Inbetweeners. Well, Robert Beckett. I hope that your career carries on that you aren't known for anything. I hope you don't have to have that albatross round your neck of being fondly remembered as one of the most popular characters in uh, sitcom history. And, oh, I'll tell you what, all that money that those film spin-offs made, oh, they've been a real drag on me and my career. So I'm so pleased for you, Robert Beckett, that you still lay there in obscurity when nobody knows who you are at all whatsoever. So, yeah, we've got that. We've, we've covered that. Um, Bullard, the, the Kermit the Frog thing isn't the only thing I've got on you, mate. Do you know Jimmy Bullard, uh, Jalal? No. 
Have you ever seen him? Absolutely. Look at him. The way he dresses, his hair is laughable. He's an absolute open goal. Ian, yeah, I'm up for a fight with you whenever, mate. <laughs> like, I would like to see you try and bang me out. A genuine fight. I'm calling you out, son. Um, I think that's it. I think I've handled that with dignity, Jalal, don't you? <laughs> Very good. I think it's testament to our... Uh, podcast that we uh, have open arms we welcome even hypocrites and liars like ian smith uh, anyway now that i've got that out of my system yes now we can how just are you be positive how are you and, jalal uh, how are you how, how have you been this week obviously you know i changed my name to james buckley by Deepal. i've been enjoying uh, uh there's all manner of things in your in your manner i've been sort of going through your papers and stuff and um because yeah. i've been living at your in your house and um yeah there's all sorts of stuff there. Very I've actually got some exciting news uh, on that front. What's that? Um, I've just um, completed the paperwork. It's going through. I'm changing my name to Jalal Hartley. Wh- why? I just thought there there isn't enough room on this planet for two James Barclays. Um, Jalal, the the name was actually still um, free. It was still up up for use. All right. Um, so I took it took it so i thought um i'll do that and I'm, I'm, i should be getting my passport my driver's license uh through um and i'll talk about that next week okay it's just, will, will i be able to get it back if i if i change my mind though because i i'm not sure if i'm happy about that because well no well, i thought that's what we were doing because you sort of started it okay so i thought oh, it, i thought i'll, ca- I'll, I'll be i'll be Jalal hartley right it's backfired now I don't, I don't want i don't want you to have my name there's nothing I can do about it now. My, As of uh, for the next podcast, I will be Jalal Hartley. My, I've been putting my jumpers in shredders um, oh, to God. sort of prepare for it. I've had problems with my plumbing this week, so it feels as if it's it's all coming together. I feel like I am Jalal Hartley. Have I'm just waiting to live to, in for a it to be stamped. World? Have you started to live in a fancy world? Yeah, I've been I've been meeting up with uh, managers in in toilets and um, yeah. It's but yeah, it's actually it's quite fun actually being Jalal Hartley. Yeah, I've 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 been enjoying it so far. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward now to just having it rubber stamped and uh, official, which it will be next week. So we'll talk about that next week. Um, right, okay. What have we got coming up on the show? We're joined by a stand-up comic, YouTuber, and Spurs fan and Welshman, Reese James <laughs> Buckley. Just Reese James. It's time for the news, isn't it? It definitely is. Here are the stories that we picked from DreamTeamFC.com this week. Foul-mouthed doof wants move into politics. Former Liverpool striker El Hadj Doof has been on fire this week. Oh, no. His former Liverpool... Is he right? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. I, don't, I think it was some sort of protest he was doing. Um, his former Liverpool teammates, Stephen Gerrard and Jamie Carragher, made a point of slagging Doof off in both their autobiographies. Juf was dishing it out in an interview with So Foot magazine this week. He said He said the difference between Jamie Carragher and me is that I'm a world class player and he shit. Right. <laughs> right. In my book, he does not warrant one phrase. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> right. Juf also took on his former Sunderland teammate, Anton Ferdinand. There were little wankers in the group who thought they were the best, but they were crap. Anton, he was the number one wanker. <laughs> Why is he talking like this? I don't know. 
Um, yeah, with that kind of language, Juth doesn't seem a good fit for politics. But he went on to add, in St. Louis, everyone is waiting for me. They want me to become mayor. I'm going to change things for my country. Football or politics, whatever I do, it's incredible. Is this, is he Donald Trump? I want to know in years to come, in many years to come, because yeah. we're both like really young, aren't we? Yeah. But in many years to come, when it, when it's time for you to write your memoirs, Jalal, mm-hmm. I was wondering what you would say about me, you know, about my work rate and ability on this podcast. Mm. I assume you'd be very complimentary. I would actually, but I would not write my memoirs. I would uh, draw them. My memoirs would be an interactive uh, exhibition. Yeah. In a darkened room. You'd just touch things, objects. You wouldn't know what they were, but it would be like a representation of my of my life. And there would be something in the room that represented you. What would that be? A furry goblin. Mascot news, Jalal. Oh, good. Um, we know nobody could replace Harry the Hornet in your affections. No. But if anyone can, it might be Bayern Munich mascot, Bernie the Bear. Ooh. After Leonardo DiCaprio bagged the Best Actor Oscar for The Revenant, a film in which he fights a bear, Bern tweeted a message to DiCaprio with a picture of Bernie giving Leo the thumbs up. They tweeted, Congratulations on the Oscar win, Leo DiCaprio. Don't worry, Bernie's friendly. Did you see Leo's acceptance speech? No, I didn't. He went on about global warming or something, didn't he? Yeah, but before that, my favourite thing he said was, I look around at the uh, the other actors who were nominated in this category, um, who all gave unbelievable performances. That's not a compliment. It's not a compliment, is it? Yeah, sorry, Leo thinks your performance was totally unbelievable. Didn't believe it. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't believable for me. Very diplomatic, isn't it? It's a diplomatic answer. I like it when some people will say... Say Jonathan Ross, for example, might have on a music act that isn't very good. And so they'll say something like, that sounded great. The sound quality was brilliant. Yeah, the speakers the... that, I, that, that was coming through. That's just like was, being in, in richer notch. sounds and going, yeah, that sounded great. <laughs> yeah. You're not my sort of music. I'm not into Desiree, but, you know. <laughs> Who isn't into news. Desiree? Life. What rhymes with toast? What rhymes with toast? Uh, ghost. Oh, that's good, because then I can say... Because I don't want... I, I wouldn't want to meet a ghost. No. Uh, I'd rather eat a piece of toast. Mm. But why wouldn't, I, why wouldn't I want to meet a ghost? Well, that's that's the fear that I fear most. <laughs> Probably just watch the evening news. <laughs> I really hope so much that when Desiree brought that song out, that they were just going, let's just take the piss. I don't want to see a ghost... It's a sight that I fear most I'd rather have a piece of toast Watch the evening news Life, oh life, oh life, oh life G-Nev told to F off Things are turning round for Gary Neville in his first managerial role his Valencia side completed a 10-new aggregate victory over Rapid Vienna in the Europa League last week. But the Spanish club have complained to UEFA after the Austrians greeted them with a giant banner behind the goal. The banner showed a hand giving the middle finger accompanied by the message Puta Valencia, oh. which is Spanish for fuck Valencia. Oh. <laughs> I think sometimes the simplest things are the funniest things. It's made me want an orange, Valencia. Yeah, yeah. It makes me 
I'd really like to have an orange now. I'd really like to fuck an orange. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that that's what that sign yeah. says. I think you'd, Darren you'd, Brown. Only, you'd only need a Satsuma, James. I think <laughs> I think um I think this is leading up to a Darren Brown special. Is it? Yeah, I think he's picked Gary Neville as his next uh, victim. What? And he's leaving little subtle subliminal messages. His next experiment is Darren Brown. Can he get someone to fuck an orange? That's his. <laughs> That's the whole episode. <laughs> and in the end, he fucks it. <laughs> in the end. <laughs> In the end, in fact, in fact, he follows three people: Gary Neville, uh, Louis Van Gaal, and Ian Smith. Uh, and Ian Mourinho. Smith is the one who does the orange. <laughs> Do you think most newsreaders just laugh during the news? This <laughs> is my favourite thing right. when they do. Did you, ever, did you ever see Simon McCoy, that newsreader? He was just holding like a. <laughs> he was holding a book. It was, was a, and he was, was acting like it was an iPad. It was A4 paper, like a ream of A4 paper. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was an unopened pack of paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, if you watch it, there's like a sort of a bit uh, that I, you can sort of see in his eyes. There's a bit where he goes, "Ah, oh, might be a bit of paper." Aren't I? <laughs> 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 oh no! In the studio, Jalal. You'll be pleased to hear that we have one of the top young comedians in the country. He's a presenter on YouTube, on the YouTube channel Spurred On. It's Rhys James, spelt with a Y. That's exotic. right. And an H. Yes, H and a Y there. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in. Thank you we for always, coming uh, in. We always appreciate uh, our guests giving us their time, their precious time. Absolutely um, fine. We've had... Other people on these these podcasts who have turned out to be liars. Really? Yeah. What have they said? It's what they've said afterwards that's, that's been sort of lie-ish. What, like, that was good fun, I'll come back, yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> they, they don't answer my my uh, letter. They, I've been on MySpace trying to, and Friends Reunited trying mm. to get in touch with them. Uh, no, nothing, not a sausage. Get them on Bebo, that's, that's where they'll be. Bebo? Yeah. What's that? It's kind of this new, I'm going to say, social website. I think that's the phrase. Okay. Yeah. And what you can do on there is you can download onto your page yeah. a, a sort of um, graphic of yourself, sort of pictorial representation of yourself, no. so people can find out what your appearance is. And then you can have stuff like um, a little blurb about yourself. Yeah. It says who you are. You can have a name and a screen name. <gasps> and you can pick any website? name you want. If Any... you have, like, you can't have spaces. Okay. So you're, what's your name? Full name? James Buckley. Okay, so you'd have to put <laughs> J underscore Ames underscore Buckley, because James underscore Buckley will be taken by now. Mm, or you could put James underscore Buckley one. Mm. And you could just connect, connect with people. Only yeah. people who have Bebo, though. Only connect. Only connect with people, yeah. yeah. Do sort of really difficult quizzes. Um Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> um, uh, what's, what, uh, you, you got a degree in politics, is that right? Yeah. What, why did you go into stand-up and not into politics? Well, I was going to say, what's the point? What's the point in anything? But, mm. I don't know, politics is much harder. I just thought... Yeah. I did, well, I, I started... I, I began <laughs> doing comedy before I went to university. Mm. And then I was only there to make my parents happy. Yeah. 
and now you're making everybody happy. And now, yeah, except my parents, right. ironically. But oh, did they do? They had their three years. And and how long have you been doing the stand up? Six and a half years. That's that's a lot of yeah. of years to be doing it because I mean, you're only um, twenty four years old, a little bit younger than than me. It's great, isn't it, being in your early twenties? Just the free guys. Yeah, just in their early 20s just yeah. hey do you remember um, do you remember those big 50 pence pieces no I don't before they went small no me neither no I don't <laughs> I haven't got a clue Reese is a Welsh name right yeah well I, I only assume it's Welsh because it's like Reese fans yeah but he that's, is a Welsh that's man only... so that's a fair assumption yeah exactly mm. yeah no yeah Reese. yeah it's a Welsh name James is also quite a Welsh name I think um, but my real surname is Jones so that is double Welsh. And my middle name is William, so my name is basically Wales, Wales, Wales. Wales, Wales, Wales. But I'm not Welsh. Are your That's... parents Welsh? Yeah, my, uh, well, my dad claims to be. I mean, he was born in Wales, but moved instantly. Um, well, that's Welsh. You can't get more Welsh than being born in Wales. And <laughs> getting out of there as soon as you can. <laughs> a... And he moved instantly. Was that his decision? <laughs> yeah. No? He was born on the border. Um, you don't speak Welsh, which is a shame, because I just assumed you were Welsh, and uh, it being St David's Day today, yeah. um, I did a little, um, I don't know if you know, but I've got a very successful uh, chant that Watford fans have taken on. Uh, it's very short, but, okay. but very, very, very successful, and um, I did a, a Welsh language version of it for you. Okay. Uh, should, we, should we hear the original first? Yeah. Watford has 90,000 people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. Dunk. Ellis James, um, he, he, uh, he helped me out with some translation, but here's my Welsh one. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like you're playing the first one backwards. <laughs> it's rubbish, isn't it? I was originally, I, I got a translation for all, and there's like four lines of it. And I, it was the first. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The one was so difficult, I had to give up. In fact, I've got a recording of me giving up. Michael Mofford now take me a little bubble in every day strip on the dupaubugafli fitomin ma I can't why can't I speak well it looks so easy on the tel not on the telly on the signs in Wales. I'm not convinced that's gonna catch on. The world as a child. Yeah, that long version. In the terraces of Watford. Well, what, that last bit. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's not the chant. That's just oh, me. that was just the yeah. you trying to do it. Yeah. That was a little way outtake. Maybe we should send that into um, Dennis Norden or whatever his name is. <laughs> I'm sure you don't remember the big fifty p's, James. <laughs> Are you one of those people who, when they try and do a Welsh chant, always get it wrong? Should we do that? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, anyway, enough about me. Um, <laughs> this is your time. You're a presenter on YouTube channel Spurred On, so it's safe to assume you're a Spurs fan? Yeah, correct. Yes. How did you become a Spurs fan? My dad and granddad were Spurs fans, and then I was born, and I became old enough to understand football, and they said, you're a Spurs fan. Right. There you go. And I said, <clears> that's it. All right. If you <laughs> yeah, if you weren't a Spurs it. fan, like, yeah. if you if you'd had if that wasn't in the equation, who would you have gone for? Oh, it's, I mean, that's an impossible question. But if you'd no, been if questions you, if, like that, well, no, if you'd had free choice and hadn't been forced by your family to like Spurs, who, who would you have gone for? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't think you do have free. There's choice. no. I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of time the team picks you. Yeah, or your dad makes you pick a team. But I'm glad he made me pick Spurs. Very much enjoy being a Spurs fan, well, and I would never support anyone else. I love Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's me told. Tottenham are having a good season, aren't they? We are. They're getting shit done. They're turning up a couple of seasons in the past. So a couple of seasons, as long as I've been on this planet, mm. there is a, there's been a few fixtures that you'd always expect Spurs to maybe come unstuck and yeah. But this season, they seem to be sort of doing the business. They're, they're getting the results. They're playing well. They're tough. They yeah. seem to be mentally quite tough. Deli Alley, he's just incredible. I'm falling in love with him as a player. He's really gifted. Also, like, physically well up for it as well. He's quite dirty, Deli Alley. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, yeah. He gets stuck in. And yeah. uh, there's a sort of mix in opinions in Spurs fans, I think, and some who find it a bit much. And, but mainly just because they're worried. We don't want him being banned for any matches. Um, but then there's some going, no, it's great. There's enough players who don't have that fire and that spark in them. You've got to encourage it in certain players. So many of the greats have had that. Basically, I've seen Spurs get to February, get to March, and then throw it away so many times that if anything bad happens, I think that's the start. Do you think we're boring? Like, do, honestly, do you think we're boring compared to the the magic sponge? I, I, I've, that's the thing I worry about is that we're just a little bit boring. Whereas they they've got we so probably much. Are. They've got they've we got so much boring. spunk, haven't they? They've They're got all, loads of spunk. <laughs> I just feel, feel like they're a more interesting, entertaining listen. It's a, it's a it's a nicer listen. Welcome to the fourth episode of Series 3 of the Magic Fuck Sponge. off, Rob, you <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jimmy Bellard there. <laughs> and Ian Smith. They're wacky, aren't they? They're zany. That Swansea result that we had at the weekend where we were 1-0 down and Fabianski was having the game of his life and it looked like it was going to be one of those days where we don't score and we had 34 shots. Uh, the whole game I was thinking, now nah, we'll we'll get two goals and win this which I've never felt before so there's basically there's a, there's a word Spursy that Spurs fans have always used which is just snatching defeat from the jaws of victory basically and just everything going wrong when it 
we completely messing up when we don't need to or just things happening to us like lasagna gate a few years ago what what, um, what? spurs were poisoned with some lasagna that gave everyone <laughs> diarrhea before the most important game of the season and then we didn't come forth that's true that is a true story that's not a prank video on youtube <laughs> that's real life that happened and then memes were made before memes were even a thing of Arsene Wenger in a chef's hat to take the mick out of top. Oh. But this year, now Spurs, he just seems to mean coming from behind and winning 2-1. Spurs have beat uh, Watford twice in the, in the mm. league, haven't they? Yeah. So they must be good. Pal- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, one of them was quite heartbreaking for Watford. It was last minute. Watford. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Son through the legs of yeah. Gomez, ex-Spurs. Yeah. And he'd been slagging Spurs off as well this season as well. Saying really? He was saying, oh, Spurs are pathetic. They ruin good players. Look at Lamella. Mm. He's a great player and he's rubbish now. And now Lamella's quality. I didn't, you didn't need to do that in such a gloating yeah, manner. Yeah, I did. I did absolutely you? did. <laughs> yeah, I saw a look in your eyes and I thought, I'm going to run with this. <laughs> How long have you supported Watford for? Uh, almost six months now. Yeah. Thought, thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I got that vibe. What? Because well, I don't really know anything about them. Um, no, not that. Just uh, I heard your chant. <laughs> <laughs> you can't judge a man by his chant. Absolutely, you must judge a man by his chant. Oh, you must. Uh, okay. Have you been to any um, live Watford performances? Yeah. Which <laughs> you've uh, seen them perform live? <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen a couple of their gigs. Yeah, I went to two, and then and they were losing, so I just didn't go again. Ah. Oh, North London derby Saturday. Big time. Who's going to win this? I know. Well, I'm terrified of this. So we've got West Ham this week in the last one of those derbies at Upton Park. So they'll be a bit up for that, I imagine. Yeah. And then that's on Wednesday. And then on Saturday, we've got the North London derby. This could be where our season comes crashing down. Or this could be where we go, we're going to win it. Arsenal weren't that great against United. I know, but I think that's not necessarily going to play into our hands because they're going to go, well, we absolutely have to... This has almost become a last resort because if they lose this... Yeah, but you, you, you're sort of playing Arsenal at the right time post-Christmas. Hmm. I'd back Tottenham. Yeah. And as everyone knows that listens to this podcast, I'm usually right when it comes to guessing results. What's the score <laughs> going to be? I think it will be a convincing Tottenham win. Really? Ah. Oh, yeah. I, I think know. it will be some I think it will be something like 3-1 at least to Tottenham. I really hope you're right. What about are we going to beat West Ham? West Ham, West Ham, West Ham. It's annoying, isn't it? I quite like it. You like it? Yeah. Well, how many followers have you got on Twitter? Um, 42,000 or something. Right, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> well, do you think that counts as a retweet? <laughs> no, no. That's that me that, saying I like no, no, it. That means... <laughs> it's not a favourite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to have to explain yeah. that to me, Jalau, as well. <laughs> because that's the authority of a man who's... does Opinion comedy. matters. Yeah. <laughs> right, OK. I didn't okay. say... All right, now I get it. I didn't yeah. say why I liked it. I didn't say it was why, funny. Why, why did you... Oh. <laughs> why did you like it? Sounded nice. <laughs> thought it sounded nice in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice, you got a nice voice. Nice chanting voice. <laughs> you can hold a note. It's nice to hear. Yeah. 
Maybe Sam Smith could benefit from uh, from conversations. Well, with you. I mean, I'm hoping I'll be able to uh, do the next Bond theme. Oh yeah, what would you do for that? Uh, something like James Bond, James Bond, <laughs> James Bond. Yeah, I think that would work. And if you want, I mean, I've got over 40,000 followers on Twitter, I can sort of send a message if you want and go, this is the theme. Would you? Yeah. Would you I do will. that? Today? Absolutely. Of course I will. Oh, thank you. No problem. Okay. Can I Can right. I be in the film? Okay. I thought you were going to say, can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> is that all you wanted? <laughs> can you set my kids free, please? All right. It's my genuine favourite part of the podcast where we uh, read out some of your feedback. The Xbox competition is over for now. So please remember to stop slagging us off on iTunes. Yeah, actually, enough now. I don't know. I quite like it. A lot of you have kept going, probably because you think there's still a prize up for grabs. That's that's probably the reason why they would slag us off. Wouldn't, yeah. Isn't that right, Jalan? Well, there couldn't be any other. No. I mean, it's not, like, a... it's not like we're the magic sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some more five-star <laughs> feedback. Um, Mika B777 writes... I wouldn't bother real listening if I was you. I like it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mika B. Dunkey One says, truly breathtaking. Literally the Usain Bolt of podcasts. That's, that's, that's complimentary. Yeah, that does that's confuse me. Yeah. No, thank you. We do like the complimentary ones as well. Yeah. Uh, have you got any there, Joel? Yeah. Ewan Dawson says, I really want to be featured on the podcast. Please mention me. Um... Some... No, we can't do that. We no, can't. we can't. No. We won't be mentioning you, you and Dawson. Um, no. Sorry. Sorry, you and Dawson. It's backfired on you. Renegade DH reckons the new Southampton chant sounds like self harm, self harm, self harm. Is it? I don't know. Self harm, self harm, self harm. Self harm, self harm, self <coughs> I sort of agree with him. I don't know. It's a, it's a bit looking, like when, when you play records backwards. I spent a while when I was young, like I had a, a 12 inch of Another One Bites the Dust. And apparently, if you play Another One Bites the Dust backwards, it sort of goes, It's fun to smoke marijuana. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, <laughs> doesn't sound anything like it's fun to smoke marijuana by the way have you ever spent a day on youtube yeah more than we just, just watch sort of suggestions and go from link to link i went on this video about satanic um, messages oh, yeah. in songs if you play them backwards wait had you looked that up like on purpose i don't know you, how i got, got onto it, it. Okay. oh that was it actually i was i was watching a load of richard dawkins stuff i would not smoke marijuana it is scientifically proven to um, increase your chances of suffering from schizophrenia. And make you irrational and believe irrational things, like in the supernatural, um, like supernatural beings, like gods. I 
really hope that someone proves the existence of God just to see Dawkins' face. What do you think he'd do? Maybe he'd just go, oh. Oh, well, fuck me. Well, what do you know? I don't believe it. But, but it's true, so I must. By my own rules, <laughs> I believe in God, and we must all bow down to the being in the sky. Oh, Lord, forgive me. I beg of your mercy, O oh merciful God. <laughs> I throw myself upon your feet. <laughs> I am kissing your feet, Lord. <laughs> yes, everybody, everybody. I've written a, 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 a new book now. It's called um, uh, The Bible and Me by Richard Dawkins, and it's all the reasons why I believe in the Bible. <laughs> have, have, have you read it, Jesus? A big fan, big fan. Could you sign it for me, please? I think it's time. On that note, we should say goodbye. Keep listening to us. Keep subscribing. Keep leaving your funny uh, five-star reviews, even though there's nothing to win at the moment. Mm. But uh, I'm going to use my uh, I'm going to use my powers and get some sort of fantastic prize for uh, for the next few weeks. I think. Yeah. And if you feel like um, Ian Smith's blatant uh, dishonesty uh, should be. I worry that some people don't realise we are joking. Um, I'm not joking. You're not joking? No. Um, I, think, I think people should get in touch with Ian Smith. I've spent time with Robert Beckett. He's a really nice bloke. He's really a nice guy. I'm Twitter friends with uh, Jimmy Bullard. He's a lovely chap. In fact, he did a a, um, a video for charity for me. Ah. A little video. Keep subscribing. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And, uh, yeah, Magic Sponge, where are you? Exactly. Goodbye. Have you seen Amy, the What's, Amy Winehouse documentary? What's it about? It's about Amy Winehouse. Oh, right. Her, no, I haven't seen that one. No. The whole time I was watching it, obviously, you know, because I'm so narcissistic, mm. I was thinking about myself. Mm. And I was thinking about if a documentary was made about me and just how boring it would be. Because there was so much footage of her before she was sort of famous. Like, there was, for some reason, there was always, like, a home video recorder sort of going, taking footage of her in the studio before she's become big and sort of charting her career and her life. Mm. And there was just a little bit of me thinking, this is sort of arrogant. Why are you always videoing yourself? Like, the only reason I can think of is that people will do that going... Yeah, this footage will be used one day. There's probably footage of me oh, uh, in like school plays or um, a musical? in like or in musical. Yeah, probably. There's some footage of me doing Les Mis when I was 11 years old. Yeah, but there's no footage of me like here I am in my house with my friends and we're mucking about and we're crazy. Like I just I find mm. it really bizarre. I think that's the mm. difference between me and like proper actual people that are supposed to be stars they almost have the foresight of just being like this will probably be important one day i've never been interviewed about me personally i've never done like an interview like that and any time i've ever been in the paper is because i've got a film that i want people to watch or something like that so james uh thanks for coming on the show um <laughs> And now, uh, of course, we're, we're fascinated by the fact that you've um, uh, taken apart a Game Boy and, and put it back together again. <laughs> um, tell us about that. Yeah, good point, Jalal. You've made your point. 
Also, sometimes Next. sometimes you tweet about about recycling cardboard. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was only because it was after Christmas, and I've got kids, so you end up with so much cardboard from mm. all the gifts you have to spoil your children with. And you may then as well I found tell thousands that, of people about it. Yeah. Oh, it was oh, it was crazy. I, I chopped up all the cardboard. Uh, I was taking trips to the to the tip, and then I only went and found a secret stash of cardboard in the garage. <laughs> It was a crazy weekend. Just when I thought that I was all done, so I had to go. I had to get a new um, Stanley blade because it had dulled through all the cardboard that I was. <laughs> Actually, I, I tell a lie. Um, I didn't get a new Stanley blade. I just um, I just turned it around. Oh, I just pulled it out and used the yeah, other end. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 